everyone, I'm Maylin. And I'm Mal. Welcome to our podcast, Ayahodaya. This is episode 35. The Incredible Challenge. Hi! Hi! What is up? Nothing much. What's up with you? Yeah, same here. I don't know why I really asked that, because nothing's up with me ever. Yeah, nothing's happening. <laughs> It's okay, it's okay. I I get it. It's just it's Easter long weekend, so I'm appreciating um the fact that uh our government recognizes Christian holidays as national holidays because it gave us a four day long weekend. So thank that you Jesus nice. for passing away and coming back to life. That sounds bad. Anyway. Is that what Easter listen, I know. Yeah, nothing. Easter it's like isn't isn't Easter like the like, like the day uh, that he was like coming out of the cave or something? Yeah, yeah. There's like one one of them is the day that he came back to life. Like I think Friday was the day that he was like martyred, like on the cross, and mm. then the they call it Good Friday. I don't know. Why, yeah, it wasn't very sound good. Very good. <laughs> but it's like good in the way that Jesus like died for people's sins, and then I guess, <laughs> and then three days later on the Monday. Right. He hath risen. He hath risen. We're recording on risen. Easter, if you couldn't tell. Well, Sunday. Easter, Easter Sunday. Sunday. That's true. Do people say Easter Saturday? Is that a thing? No, 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 no. <laughs> There's can't... Good Friday, Saturday, Easter Sunday, and then Easter Monday. <laughs> I don't even think I've heard people say Easter Monday that often. Like, it's usually just a Sunday. I don't know. That's what we say here. Let me just see what it's the Monday's called. Yeah, it's Easter Monday on here, and then Easter Sunday, and um, Good Friday slash Vimy Ridge Day in Canada. Love that for us. And then on the 13th, no, not on the 13th. Is it the 13th? No, no, no. no. And on the 6th, it's National Tartan Day. Did you know that? Oh, oh here, fun fact. Let me let me segue with that into our fun fact. Okay, fun what fact is that? Uh, fun fact for today is that every province in Canada has its own specific tartan. And if you don't know what a tartan is, it's like, um, if you've seen Highland Dancers, their yeah. um, skirts, mm-hmm. they have like a design on it. That design is called tartan. And so um, each province has a specific design related back to the province. And the colors represent things from that province. So if you go and Google it up, it's actually really cool. That is fun. I've heard something vaguely similar with like families and like family crests and like family flags and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. In like Europe, so yeah, mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. We have so no such thing here. Carton. We love that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Okay, so today's episode. <laughs> The incredible challenge. Yeah, so if you couldn't tell, we based this off of the amazing race because we just picked two things out of a thesaurus that right. were Because surprise, surprise, as we all know, Maylin loves to watch reality TV. Oh so. yeah. Surprise, surprise. It turned from a guilty pleasure into a not so guilty listen, pleasure. Listen, okay, the guilty pleasure <laughs> listen, okay. The guilty pleasure is the stupid romance ones. But I see no problem with watching shows like Survivor and The Amazing Race because those aren't cringy and staged. That's true. That's true. Sometimes they can be cringy, though, but they're not staged. Yeah. I mean, all reality shows are cringy. That's just, like, how it be. I feel like half of it is the editing. Yeah. But the other half of it... A lot of it is the personality of the people. Right. (laughs) It's like the the personality kind of creates the edit, you know? Like if they have a really weird personality, they're gonna get a bad edit. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. But anyways. Yeah. So we've been watching The Amazing Race and I've been watching specifically. You have been watching the Amazing Race. I say we because I've been watching specifically with my parents, which is new. Okay. Um and so we've been having like conversations about like hmm, the amazing race should totally come to the city that we live in and i'm like yeah our city is not interesting enough for the amazing race to come here but (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) what would they do here what would they do okay oh they could sound the cannons they could do that they could do that i don't Mm want to give away where i live but 
we yeah i think canons is vague they enough did for me. <laughs> come here at some point they came here they started in san francisco and then came here for the finish line so that was actually, oh that's because cool. we have like one cool thing in our city <laughs> on like the military yeah, that is, base that is... Ooh. so anyways All right. we wanted to just highlight a few places that we thought the amazing race should go that are around us at least my locations are close to me her Mal's locations are close to her are not you said you said close to you or in Canada. So I rolled with the in Canada. <laughs> I do have some that are close to me, but I also have some that are not close to me. And heavily relying on um, me watching a lot of CBC stuff to know what it's like to be in those places. So um, if you live in these places and I got something terribly wrong, I apologize sincerely and I love you guys. Okay, why don't you start? Because I feel like you have more than Okay. Me. Okay, the first one that I thought was the one I texted Maylin when she suggested the plan, uh, so she already knows this one, but the challenge for Alberta, I was thinking, would be to um, go against uh, the ca- the goalie of the Calgary, uh, Calgary Flames or the Edmonton Oilers. I don't know. It depends. I don't want to get into any fights here about what team is better. I know there's a lot of drama around that. So um, go against one of those professional goalies and have to score. I don't know what's a reasonable number, but I said two because, like, professional versus, like, people who probably don't even know how to skate. Right. Um, so um, to score two goals in a row against um, this the, the goalie. Um, also, don't bash me. Don't know their names. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have cables, so I don't watch hockey. But, like, Oh, I my like God. Hockey. You're a terrible Canadian. <laughs> I don't have cable though. Like I, I know of what's going on in hockey because I have a friend who is a a good friend of mine who lives in Vancouver who's a hockey player and he keeps me updated on what's going on. Okay. So I know I know more of the Vancouver Canucks players than any of the other teams. I just I also just know general stereotypes about some of the other teams as well. But yeah, that's the extent of it. Okay, you go. What's your challenge? Um. Okay. This one is in San Francisco and mm-hmm. okay so I know that they've been to San Francisco at least twice because I saw one season where they went and the episode I saw they like pretty much stayed in the same vicinity like in the same three miles and I was like that's <laughs> so boring and so I like came up with places that are outside of that area so the first one that oh, okay, I good. had is this place called Sutro Baths it's um it's, like, this historical landmark. It used to be some, like, outdoor bathhouse or whatever. And it's, like, really pretty now. And it's kind of, like, a maze. So I figured they could do some, like, something physical, like, running around the baths or something and, like, trying to find something because they do stuff like that a lot. Mm-hmm. All right. That sounds chill. Do you want my next one? Yes. Okay. So my next one would be in Saskatchewan. And it would be to herd a group of cows into a bar. Oh my god. <laughs> and I picked that because I thought it would be a very good challenge. Like, at, at the beginning I was like, is that a good challenge? But then I was like, actually, it's an amazing challenge. Because you need six humans to tip a cow. Oh my god, that's so crazy. So, you can't just push these animals into the barn. You actually have to coax them into following you. So, I think I think it would be a pretty good challenge. That would be difficult. Okay, Mm -hmm. my next one is centered in San Francisco Chinatown, which I haven't been there in a long time, so I don't know if this would work. But what I was thinking was, like, they could just run around and go into, like, different shops. Like, like, they get, like, a shopping list and go into the different shops and try to buy the things, and it's all in, like, Chinese, so they have to figure out what the things Ooh. are and then like deliver them to some person that's a good idea i like that one okay my next one is for british columbia and i have two for this one uh one of them i'm very proud of and the other one would be like one of them is more physical and the other one is more like stuff i don't know she's how to waving her it. hands around <laughs> I'm, I'm waving my hands okay so the first one is 
um, either to canoe or kayak around um, Laskitty Island, which is like, um, it's an island off of the island that I live on. It's smaller because you wouldn't want to do the island that I live on because that would take you days. <laughs> it would take you a very long time. Um, you could canoe but, around my island. That's small. <laughs> yeah. Either Laskitty or Haida Gwaii to like kayak or canoe around there in that area, which would be more physical. Or um this one is is more involved so it would be in vancouver and basically you would be given um like a list of like a certain amount of movies and you have to pick like maybe three or four like movies and tv shows you have to pick three or four and you have to go to each one of these places and first you think you're only looking for them but then you get to the first place and there's somebody there and they're like okay now that you're here in the place where they filmed this scene in supergirl now you have to act out this scene like how they did it in the tv show and you have to do that for like four different movies so like you would be acting out scenes from like supergirl and like julian the phantoms and the avengers and riverdale and chilling adventures of sabrina and honestly any tv show and movie you could possibly imagine because half of them are filmed in vancouver that's awesome that would be so so that would be really cool (laughs) that's my best one by far i'm very i like i like that one that one is good (laughs) that one's good Okay. And I think it very much represents <clears throat> Vancouver because it's just, like, movie central. Yeah, a lo- I feel like a lot of movies are filmed in Vancouver and they're, like, meant to be taking place in, like, a big city in America. Yeah, either either L.A., New York, a, a few of the Boston ones have <laughs> actually been, like, here. And I'm like, we don't really, it doesn't look like Boston here, but, like, um, also general, like, New England area because, um like greater vancouver is like um it's it's just got the new england vibe like with the trees and the sometimes it's like rainy and foggy and so it just it it fits i feel like every show i've seen in recent memory has been set in new england like it's wild yeah i know a (laughs) lot of shows are set in new england and i don't blame them the scenery right it's really pretty but like give us give us like a show set in the midwest or something i don't know (laughs) oh that would that would be i i would dig that just for the midwest humor i like i i love midwest humor it's hilarious i feel like it would be pretty niche like if you're not from the midwest you wouldn't you know no, if you're Canadian, you understand Midwest humor. That's why I like Okay, that's fair. <laughs> but I would not Canada understand. should just adopt the Midwest a little bit. I then, like. okay, it would be like Canada, like this big thing, and then in the middle, like this, and then like the U.S. on either side. <laughs> it goes like, Yeah, <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead, what's your so next funny. one? Okay. Um, my next one is Oakland Chinatown, which I have been to way more times than San Francisco. And the reason I split these up is because I don't know about San Francisco Chinatown, but I know Oakland is full of, like, these murals and stuff. And there's this group called Dragon School, and they, like, make really cool murals and, like, dragons and stuff. And it's just, like, really, really awesome. And I love their murals. And so... The, um, so the way that you find clues in The Amazing Race sometimes is, like, it's marked by, um, by red and yellow colors, so I figured mm. you could just find a mural with that color scheme and then, like, give them a map or something, or, like, tell them, or, no, 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 give them a riddle and tell them to solve Ooh. the riddle, which will lead them- To know what the mural looks yeah, like. Yeah, which will lead them to the mural. And then they would have their clue. Again, another very good one. Mine, okay, mine are not physical because I'm not a physical person. (laughs) I was just, I honestly, like, I, like, okay, I told Milan I came up with these, like, ten minutes ago. (laughs) Um, But I haven't watched The Amazing Race in years, so I don't really remember how it works entirely, so I'm I'm just hoping these qualify as something good. It'll be... (laughs) something you know (laughs) yeah exactly exactly um okay Ooh. okay so this is the one i stole from the amazing race canada okay um but this one is for ontario 
And so basically they would have to go to Parliament Hill and memorize and recite one of John A. Macdonald's famous speeches. And so the one that they did in The Amazing Race Canada, it had, so you had to memorize the speech. You had to say it the, like, there were certain words that he would say a certain way and you had to say those words the way he would say it. And on top of that, this is in Old English because it was in like the 1860s. And um, during his speech, he would ring a bell at certain points in time. So you had to memorize when to ring the bell. And then the audience, basically, who had um, memorized how the speech was supposed to be said, were or plus like they had uh, somebody giving them a signal. They would be given a signal to like clap or like and ring their bells if the speech was adequate enough at the end. But if it wasn't, then they would get tomatoes thrown at them <laughs> and have to go and do it again. Um, so some people had to go back and do it like multiple times um, and like memorize this like speech. And so um, I think that would be kind of cool because I couldn't think of anything unique for Ontario. Just because Ontario is such a diverse place, you just can't like, really pinpoint Ontario's it on like a stereotype. Not unique at all. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's really diverse. Like yeah. Toronto is the most multicultural city in the entire world. So oh, fancy. Yeah, it's very fancy. Okay. Um, what's your next one? Okay, um, this one is sort of a half-formed idea, um, but there's this lake in Oakland called Lake Merritt, and if I'm remembering correctly, I think it's, like, one or two miles, like, around the lake. It's, like, a long walk, but it's, It's like, yeah, but it's, like, a really nice walk, but... So I figured, oh, no, like... you wouldn't be able to walk around the Okanagan Lake. I take that back. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I kid you not. It's a two-hour drive just up one end of the lake. Yeah, I would not be able to walk that. Maybe, like, a leg. But sometimes on The Amazing Race, they have, like, go to this place to find the clue to go to the next place. So, mm. so I figure not really a challenge, but, like, they would have someone in like the race colors with like a bunch of clues just like somewhere along the perimeter of the lake and they would have to like run around the lake and find them or plot twist plot twist um the person is in the middle of the lake on a dock oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that'd be so funny it's like hi guys (laughs) quick before the wind blows me in that direction (laughs) Because docks are tethered to the bottom, so they have, like, a perimeter they can move around depending on the wind, so just saying. (laughs) Okay, what's my next one? Okay, Quebec. And for Quebec, you know what you would have to do? You'd have to go to a sugar shack and you would have to make the perfect maple syrup. You would have to perfect the art of making maple syrup. And the reason I say perfect is because... I, I don't mean, like, perfect as in, like, oh, my God, there are absolutely zero flaws. But you have to get the technique right because there's a specific – there's, like, a it's, like, a traditional thing. So you have to get the traditional techniques right, and the maple syrup has to taste good. hmm So I would say that is a probably pretty good challenge that represents Quebec because Quebec has got some killer diller maple syrup. And it wouldn't you. be a Canada leg of the Amazing Race – if they didn't do if something was, with maple syrup. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to go poutine, but I'm like, it's too easy to make poutine. Oh my god. Like, I was watching The Bachelor, and I like actually stopped ooh, watching. They make- there there was this Canadian oh, girl, mm-hmm. and for her hometown visit, like they ate poutine, but it looked like really gross, and everyone on the internet was like, this is not poutine. <laughs> it's not. Like, poutine, you know what poutine looks like, because poutine looks good. If it looks gross, then it's not poutine. <laughs> yeah, they were like, as a Canadian, this is terrible poutine. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just thought mm-hmm. that was funny. <clears throat> Sounds about right. Okay, what's your next one? Okay, my next one is... Something, like, to do with the Oakland Zoo, because I feel like that's a pretty iconic place in Oakland. And I feel like they could, again, similar to the Chinatown one, like, have some kind of riddle leading them to an animal exhibit. And then, like, 
just a series of riddles to like follow you know around the oh, zoo what if they had what like what if they had different riddles for each pairing of people oh so yeah each in the end leads them to a different animal and that that person at that animal is only instructed to give the clue to a specific team that would be good because i actually hate it when they're like let's work together i'm like i know you're trying to be friends right now but this is a race <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so then it's like it's like when my teacher hands out test que- tests, but the questions on each test are like modified by like three numbers because it's like a math test. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to help my friend with her test, and I'm like, "You do this," and she's like, "But wait, what are you talking about?" Now <laughs> I looked at her page, and I'm just like, "No, you did it wrong." And then she's like, "I know I did it wrong, but I'm using the right numbers." And I'm like, "No, you're not." And then I went and I looked at my page, and she was using the wrong numbers. But then I looked at her question, and she was using the right numbers. Oh I'm my like, god. Oh my god. <laughs> sneaky, sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. Okay, I have two more. Do you have any more left? I have one. Okay, okay. So, oh, so it ended up yeah, working out pretty well. Out. Okay. Um, so for the next one, I have the Maritimes, but more specifically Nova Scotia, because Nova Scotia is <clears throat> known for their lobsters. Um, and when I mean Nova Scotia is known for their lobsters, I mean you can get lobsters in Nova Scotia 365 days a year, and you can also purchase them after you've passed the security checkpoint at the Halifax airport. You can oh. buy a lobster and take it with you on the airplane. Oh, okay. You can't, you can't have a over 10 ounces of toothpaste, but you can bring <laughs> a lobster. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyways, it would be like lobster fishing. And so you would oh. have to learn like a the certain way to do it because I know it's like a family thing. And each like, like, or it's not a family thing as in like, a, like a lot of families that's how they make their money and right. they're like the techniques and of how to do it are passed down from generations so like they would be paired with a family and they have to learn that family specific way of doing it and then they have to like execute it well and catch a certain amount of lobsters while doing it that's and a good that would one be that challenge yeah <laughs> okay mine that i just thought of like two minutes ago um <laughs> is <laughs> Okay, so in Berkeley, there's this park called Tilden Park, or actually, is that right? I don't know. Okay, in Berkeley, there's this park, and I can't remember Mm. the name. I'm pretty sure it's Tilden, but it might not be. Please don't yell at me. Mm. (laughs) Um, But within the park, there is this steam train that they give rides to people on, like little kids it's like these little cute train cars and so I figure they could go on the train in one of the cars and on their ride it would have to it would require some like setup beforehand because in my head like they're going on the ride and then at different points in the ride like they'd be looking out and in the view there would be like different clues and stuff and they would have to correctly identify, like, what they saw, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah, just something, like, go on the ride and, like, pay attention, and then you'll have to recite, like, what you saw to the whoever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. This next one I have is for the territories, as in Yukon, Northwest Territories, Nineveh. Um, and it's kind of a little bit generic. It's dog sledding or ice fishing. Mm. Because that's actually, the, we, we do that here. Like, I know people in BC, they, they go up, well, to northern BC. They don't necessarily go all the way to Yukon, because Yukon is directly above us, mm. just for geographical. Yeah, I, I got know. that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so they would go to northern BC and they'll ice fish, um, and I know people, like, they use dog sleds as, like, transportation and stuff like that. But I was actually thinking about it more when you were bringing up these things about, like, the Chinatowns and stuff that you have. Because I know the Bay Area has a big Asian population. I was just thinking about um, what if one of the challenges had to do with, like, some of the indigenous populations. And, oh. like, what if they were to learn how to do. Because I know there's, um, like, a cedar basket weaving is a yeah, thing that yeah, they do yeah. here. And that would be really cool to learn how to, like, weave a cedar basket. Yeah. Or, um, there's, uh, in the, oh, what's the, is it, it's not, hmm. I'm forgetting the tribe name, but I know they're east in Ontario, out in Ontario. 
and they have a it's called a, a jingle dress so it's like dress with bells on it and they do like specific dances to it and if that's not cultural considered cultural appropriation then maybe learning how to do one of the dances like obviously if it's okay I you think know, you okay have to... I think it's not cultural appropriation if they're learning the dance from the people like yeah. it's more of appreciation you would need the permission from the people yeah first, exactly because so like, I, I know if it's if it's okay with them I know they like have gone to countries and like learned a dance or whatever or like done stuff like that so Mm-hmm. If they can do it in South America, they can do it in Canada. Or even learning some of the languages. But learning their languages, let me tell you, it would be harder because all of the languages, I, I'm pretty sure all of the indigenous languages originally here are all oral languages. They're not written. The, mm. They do have written, like, uh like a written equivalent but it's using the latin language and it's actually a lot harder to learn it when you're learning it written than it is when you're doing it orally so like learning words in the language and learning to say like a a paragraph or something in in one of the languages i think that something like related to the indigenous population would be really cool yeah that would be cool yeah i think the cedar basket weaving though that is like yeah that sounds fun we're making a button blanket (laughs) I love button blankets. I don't know what a button blanket is. I'm gonna Google it. You should look it up. I'm look it up. Look it up. Right now. Hang on. <laughs> our school had a button blanket that we made for, like, our school and stuff like that. Each student had like it was like so it was a it would have been a huge blanket. Oh, but basically, I what see. we did was we broke it up into sections, and each student had a square on that yeah it's like that okay those are cool and it's got like west coast traditional art on it or like carving that's another big thing here or at least on the west coast like they do a lot of wood carving yeah these are fun totem poles totem poles i love the totem pole at stanley park (laughs) yeah totem poles here are just like they're gorgeous there was three up at the university um that they have like on display and they're just like I love going there. They're just the art is just so gorgeous. I know. So <laughs> okay, uh, let's see. Well, like, um, that did not take us as long as I thought it was going to. So, how was your week? <laughs> um. Okay. We'll just extend our highs and lows <laughs> into the the deets of the okay, week. Okay. I will. Let me tell you about the shit show that happened on Friday. Ooh. It. Ooh. was shitty okay Ooh. get ready this is my low because it was just awful now i can rant about it um okay so friday around afternoon these pictures start showing up on instagram like people calling out boys on the water polo team for saying things like the n-word and they're having pictures of, like, guys doing some, like, Nazi salute. Um, yeah, just, like... Wait, this is at your school? Yeah, at my school. Just, like, real oh. bad stuff. And these boys are juniors, and I know them. And I went to elementary school with them. And I'm like, you guys, how stupid do you have to be? Like, these white boys. Like, and they're all on the water polo team together. And it was just circulating, like, mad. Like, like, it was honestly crazy. Like, it was just, like, this, like, a wildfire circulating throughout Instagram. Everyone's posting about it. Everyone's angry and upset. Um, a lot of people were emailing the school and, like, letting the coaches know and, like, emailing oh the principal God. and school admin. And wow. so, yeah, there was a lot of that, and it gets worse. Um, so I guess Friday is when the principal sends out his, like, weekly update emails to the parents or whatever, and, like, Mm -hmm. buried deep within the email, he goes, so I'm sure you guys all know about the incidents, blah, 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 I've been getting tons of emails, and he basically goes on to say that, like, they were, it's just, like, peer pressure, you know, you know how, like, high school boys are, like, oh, he blew it off he, basically he was like i want you to oh. know no he he literally he started out he was like i want you to know that like our school is no place for hate blah 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 we don't condone racism or anti-semitism and then he's like but like tell your children not to bully these students and like no one's bullying them we're just asking that they be properly punished for 
these actions Mm -hmm. no one's bullying them and he's like don't bully them bullying them may land your student in trouble like sir um and he was basically just like more focused on the boys who were doing these things than on the communities that it harmed and it was just really disgusting he made absolutely no mention of like these boys will be punished he was just like tell your child not to bully them, blah, 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 peer pressure, blah, blah, blah. I hope they didn't mean it. And it was just really stupid because you don't say things you don't mean on social media. Like, maybe, like, oh, I'm sure they didn't mean it. Like, that's just stupid. Like, they said it, they posted it, of course they meant it. Like, like, all these, like, these boys are not stupid. Like, they know the history of, like, black people in America and they know about the Holocaust because we learned that in our world history and in, in our AP Euro classes like it's nothing that they shouldn't already know and so it's really stupid that they're doing mm-hmm. things and for him to just be like peer pressure you know high school boys like like just shut up like (laughs) and so I was really mad and I sent him and the other school admin this email and I was like honestly I was really disappointed by your email tonight blah 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 and it was (laughs) this I sent it to my friend and he was like he was like you were angry wait is it this person who I think it is no or is it a different person damn I always think it's a certain person but it's not it's never I can't say his name. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I sent, like, my email draft to my friend, and he was like, you were angry, but eloquently. And, and, like, I sent it, like, at 11.45 on Friday night. (laughs) And (laughs) so I'm sure they, like, haven't even read it yet (laughs) because it's the weekend. And then yesterday my mom also sent them an email and she was like, if it was my child, I would want them to be punished, blah, blah, blah. These are high schoolers. They're old enough. They should know. And so, yeah, it's just been a real shit show. And, like, I just can't believe, like... Yeah, my dad would write an email to the admin if that happened yeah. for sure. I Like, you have no idea how many times he's been this close to, like, coming and, like, beating them up about something. But I'm just like, it's not worth it. Don't do it. Yeah. But, like, it's it's nothing as big as this. And it's like... It's, it's, it's not as big as this. It's, like, minor issues. And it's like, <laughs> this, this white man, this white man defending these white boys and not, like paying any attention to like the POC and Jewish communities at our school who have already said that like you know we feel unsafe knowing that these are the same people that we have to see like in class every day and the same people that we have to like look up to because a lot of them are in like leadership at clubs and student council and like they're also the same people that are literally representing our schools Mm -hmm. every time they go to a water polo match like it's just absolutely ridiculous that he's not even saying anything about them facing repercussions because at this point they should know that consequences have actions. Or what the fuck? Actions have consequences oh my god i can't believe wow well my low is nowhere near as upsetting as that (laughs) um uh i had to learn uh trigonometric functions this week and that kind of sucked oh yeah (laughs) okay listen i used to think back when i was in geometry and doing like right triangle trig like, I was like, this is so easy. Trigonometry is so I much fun. I loved trig. And then, up until trig functions. And then algebra hit. And they were like, do all these trig functions and stuff. And I was like, no, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, so, like, I'm okay with everything. I was even, I was like, yeah, radians kind of suck a little bit, but I can deal with this. I can deal with this. But then we hit trig functions, and I was like, 
on a graph? You had to you had to put sin cos tan on a graph right after we learned secant cosecant and cotangent. Right after. Like if we had regular semester, this would not be happening, let me tell you. This would this would not be a problem. If we if we were not under pressure to get this stuff done in the next three weeks, we would be fine. <laughs> but yeah, we are probably gonna have our tests either by the end of next week or the beginning of the week after that. Yikes. Unfortunately. So that is a little <laughs> meh. But I have a high that could take some time to what is talk your about. High? Okay, so my first one is a short one. Let's start with that. Okay. Move, ease into the long stuff um is that uh, <laughs> i uh i told myself that i was like malika this friday you are going to read from start to finish the fourth percy jackson book oh. because you you kind of ditched that in may but you still want to read it i know you do so you're gonna sit down you're gonna finish it in a day and this book is like 350 pages and so i was like yeah yeah, you're right, I am. I'm going to start in the beginning of the morning, and I'm going to finish it by night. And we're going to be all great. And we're going to be all good. Um, and then I got impatient. And so Thursday after school, at, at 3, starting at like, I got home at like 3.45. I picked up the book, and <laughs> I read it nonstop until dinner, and I finished oh it in under two and a half hours. Jeez. Or like around two and a half hours. And then and then I stayed up until 1.30 in the morning reading the fifth oh book. So instead God. of finishing one book in a day, I finished two books in a day. Oh, and I was really proud of myself. So that is my first high is that I just like blasted through two books. And you have no idea. Well, actually probably do. But like other people listening, you might not have the idea this kind of the kind of rush you get from finishing a book. Yeah, especially it's like, like it's really satisfying. You're like, dang, it's, I did yeah. that. Exactly. Like, and finishing like two books in a day, like it's like when you're, that was like it's like when you're reading a book and you like you don't you're not keeping track of how much time has passed, and then you like look back at like the you know, like the chunk of like book mm -hmm. that you've read and you're like, dang, that's a lot of book. <laughs> exactly i kept telling myself because as it was getting later i was getting more and more tired and i was like only 80 more pages you can do it it doesn't take that long you can do it you can do it and so i kept like pushing through further and further and then at 1 30 i finished it nice but yeah that was that was very satisfying now the longer high okay so i um i uh okay it starts with a bit of a low which is that there's a possibility my prom dress is not going to get here in time for prom what? because the the company my um, aunt sent the dress with uh, is not considered an essential service even though they're mailing things so unlike Canada Post it's not an essential service because it's sending like packages and stuff like that um, so until Ontario is out of lockdown, which they just went back, they were in lockdown, were out of lockdown for like five days, and then went back into lockdown for another four weeks. Oh, gross. So until Ontario is like out of lockdown for a significant enough amount of time, they won't send it. So um, I'm just sitting here kind of hoping it gets here, that, but that not entirely sucks. sure if it will. And that leads into the high, which is I got to actually go on and try prom dresses just in case it doesn't come. So I got to try on a bunch of different dresses. Um, I actually have photos of them, so I can I want to show you them. And then I'll describe them for people while we're looking at them. Um, but uh, so one of my friends, she works at a bridal shop, but um, they had some prom dresses uh, left from uh when they were not a bridal shop if that makes sense yeah. like they used to they used to sell a bunch of things and now they focus more on bridal stuff um and so uh she pulled out um some of the dresses that were in my size and some bridesmaids dresses too that she thought would be kind of like to my taste and we went and tried those on and then I went to another uh local store downtown um 
because that's where the store was it was downtown so we went to another store downtown and then because my friend got her prom dress from there and she said it was really good and they had really good dresses so I went there and um two other people also bought dresses from there and I saw their dresses there so those were already out of the running I couldn't get those and then there was like maybe three other dress options but one of them I really really liked and so I'll I'll show you them right now uh, I just need to share my screen here share okay can you see it um yes oh okay so this is one of them it's like a red it's a burgundy dress and it just it goes it's a maxi dress it goes all the way to the ground it kind of glides on the ground and it's got uh like a lower dip in the back but then two straps that come up in like a triangle like thick straps and then they in the front it moves into more of a halter neck and it's oh. just like a very simple, no really so design. Elegant. Little pleats at the top. This one is my dad's favorite dress. Um, it's a nice and then color the next on one you. is an emerald oh. green dress. Oh my gosh. And it's got really thin straps and like a slit up one leg. Oh. And um, again, very simple, just like a, a what's it called? A a, a circular kind of collar, not a v neck or anything. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you can see in the back here, but this is my friend and she's just holding the straps tighter <laughs> so we could see what it would look like once we got it altered. So I was laughing because of that. Um, and then the next one is a simple navy oh, blue dress oh and God. it goes <laughs> all the way down to the ground again. And it's got like a kind of fold over the chest area. So like it's it's a it's a V-neck, but it like... <laughs> It's, it's one of those foldy things. I, if you saw my hands, you, you, know, you can't you know. see this. If you know, you know. And it's also thin-strapped. And the back, again, very simple. A little bit of a dip um, kind of thing. And then the next one is, again, another navy blue dress. But this one is, like, um, got, like, made out of a chiffon material. And it looks like if it was white... It would look like a Greek style mm. kind of um, dress, and it's got like the right under the chest. It's got like a like a wrap around, yeah, kind of like thing, a sash. um, like a sash looking thing. But it, it there's no like tie or anything. And then the top comes in the crisscross again, and it's got the pleats. And in the back, there's like a small little open slit, uh, but otherwise, it's pretty much uh, zipped up and covered. But I felt like a princess wearing that one. Yeah, I was like, very snap. Greek, very Greek. Um, and then there's this one, which is an off-the-shoulders deep purple dress, and I actually found one that looks almost exactly like this online for forty-five dollars. Oh, so, so this was one hundred and forty. So I was like, the other one's forty-five, and in burgundy, which is a color I like more. I I don't know. I might just go with that because it's cheap, and like. Like, that's just good to buy to have for, like, weddings because you'll see when I turn it around. So it's, like, it's um called stretch crepe, the material. So it, like, really, it's really pretty form-fitting and it just kind of pulls at my feet in the ground. And it's got a slit up one of the legs, too, which is, like, really awesome. And so it's, like, lays nicely oh. off the shoulders in, like, a kind of heart shape. Um, and then, yeah, it goes really good with my shoes, too. But it just, like, I found that this one fit me, like, perfectly and so like you know I actually didn't know what my size was very well for like dresses and stuff like that for pants I'm like a hundred percent a 10 at least maybe a 12 depending on if they're curvy pants or not um but a lot of the dresses that were fitting me were like like all of the 10s and the 12s would we would have had to gotten them altered to make them tighter but this eight fit me like a like really well so I was really surprised I was actually a smaller size than I thought I was um and this is the one we tried at the local store and so basically it's like a really flowy kind of got gown that's got a lot of movement it's not poofy uh, none of them were poofy all of them were pretty like slim because I don't like the poofy stuff but it's got like a bunch of flower designs on it it looks like peonies and again it comes up in like a little bit of a v-neck with the the crisscross over the chest and in the back it's actually tied up 
like in a crisscross pattern so the bodice is um pretty much it's kind of open in the back and then there's like strings that go in a crisscross pattern up that come and hold the top part and so this one was my all-time favorite and then this one this purple one was my second favorite I just like the more I looked at it the more I liked it okay, like at okay. first it was yeah go go ahead go ahead go ahead I was just gonna say that like I'm not a big dress person, but I like seeing you in dresses because I think you look really good in them. <laughs> I'm also not a big dress person. And then I tried all of these on and I'm like, this is actually really fun. Like I don't, I obviously don't wear dresses on a regular basis, but like for like weddings and stuff like that, I'll, I'll wear a dress. But like, this was like, I had a blast. <laughs> <laughs> I like, okay, I like the purple one and I like the like Greek esque dark blue one yeah that was my favorite originally but um the more I thought about it this was the most expensive out of all of them mm. um but the more I thought about it they were all 50% off retail price though which was kind of crazy because they were um they're just trying to get rid of them you know um yeah. so they um this one was the most expensive but the more I looked at one uh, I I automatically I loved the style on this one like I just thought it was amazing but the more yeah. I thought about it this dress is one of those types of dresses that you could wear anywhere it's like it's one of those ones that you can wear over and over again so you can yeah, get a lot like of use out of it and you can get your money's worth prom dress. exactly and then at first the color was the thing kind of turning me off but now that I'm looking at it the color kind of grew on me and I found that one that is almost identical to it online for cheaper and you know what? If it comes to it, I might just buy this dress for myself. It was like $145, but like, you know what? I think it's worth it. It's just gorgeous. I feel like <laughs> amazing in it and I would wear it like to summer weddings and stuff like that and I would feel like a total yes. princess in it. I just love flower print stuff. I like, if you look at half of my nice clothes have flower print on it um, and that's because my mom and I, whenever we're looking for nice clothes, we just like go through and like, okay, nothing flower print this time. And then we end up seeing something flower print we like, and then we get that instead. So it's okay. But yeah, so that was my really that's long high. Is, uh, I was just able to go prom dress shopping with my mom. Cause that was, it was, it was fun. Like it was, it was a vibe and I just, I enjoyed myself and I got to wear fancy shoes and I got to, I don't know, because, like, everybody got to go prom dress shopping for their dress, but me, I found one online, and then I got my aunt to, like, kind of do this stuff for me, so I was waiting for it to come here so I could put it on, but, um, I don't know, we'll, hopefully it'll get here, um, but if not, then I've got some backups. Yeah, fingers crossed, nice. fingers crossed. What was your high? <laughs> My high, um, also on Friday, listen, Friday was a very up and down day for me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, so I made a friend, surprise, surprise, from the <gasps> Discord server from oh, yeah, not Sounds Fake But Okay not podcast. Um, and they're Irish and Ooh. they're very cool. And we did this like voice call thing in the discord server with a bunch of people and we were playing this like pictionary game but online and we like got to hear everyone's accents and it was just like really 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 fun sounds like a just sounds like a vibe i like that yeah i was i was so That's... nervous i was so nervous that morning i was like oh my god oh my god i'm gonna have to talk and it's gonna be so scary <laughs> and then i like joined the call and i was like playing the game and i was like no this is just vibes yeah, it's just vibes. Yeah. I love that for you. That's great that you got to do that. But yes. I honestly don't think anything else interesting happened this week, aside from our COVID cases are shooting up like a rocket. And honestly, at this point, at this point with the amount of cases we're getting and the slower, we don't have as many vaccines here, I don't think, in our province as they do in the other provinces. Um, so with the, that kind of situation, I wouldn't be surprised if something happened where we had to kind of like minorly shut down things again and possibly even go online for school. Cause my school, it's been one week. The, the first day back at school was they, the, the next day we found out that was the highest amount of cases that had ever shown up happened on that day. 
Um, oh and then God. the first day back, there was already exposures at like five schools, like two high schools and three elementary schools. And then by the end of the week, there was a bunch of exposures at my school. And so I, I we honestly like, we just have to be careful, but we'll, <laughs> we'll see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's, I think yeah. it would be safer if we stayed at home at this point, but like, again, there's like, like I would like to learn from home at this point just because, like, every day going into school, it's like a, hey, am I going to get COVID today kind of deal. So, <laughs> yeah, it would just, I, yeah. I think it would feel a bit safer to be able Meanwhile, to do that. And I wouldn't mind learning math online. I've done it once. I can do it again. Meanwhile, Meanwhile you I, have to go back to school. Yeah. I'm returning after spring break, and that's going to be so much fun. Sarcasm. Yeah. Love that for you. <laughs> um, I'm honestly, at this point, I'm pretty sure we're not even going to have a prom, and I'm just buying a dress so I can look pretty in photos that I go and take with my friends, like uh, fr- family friends and stuff like that. That's, like, literally the, the point at this point. Uh, the- okay. I told you about the plan to have a grad party, right? Because I wasn't planning to go to prom anyways. Like, my plan was to go, obviously, take the photos and do that kind of stuff. But then I wasn't actually going to buy a ticket to prom because they're, like, 60 bucks. And, like, I would have nobody to spend it with. So, um, like, I would have gone to prom if one of my friends could have taken me. We can't come here because of COVID. So, um, yeah. yeah. So, I, the, the plan is to invite a few people not that many um depending like covid permitting dress up be nice have some snacks and um i don't know just kind of hang out dance a little just do my thing at home maybe watch a movie get some takeout and uh i might put together myself because i'm not wishing that upon my parents um a slideshow just my life And then that way I can pick all the photos that I want and my mom can't put anything embarrassing in it. (laughs) So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. That sounds nice. Yeah. I'm I'm excited for the year to be over. (laughs) (laughs) Very excited because that means I don't have to go back. (laughs) But, yeah. Anyways. Anyways, this is episode 35 of our podcast, Aya Hodaya, The Incredible Challenge. I'm Mal. And I'm Melin. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>